0: What? <laughs> <That is insane. laughs> what? Bro, that is the first time. Oh my God, In hundred and five episodes that I've ever done that. But at least we got we got this audio. This is recording audio. I think we record audio. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I have no clue. Well, we
1: just had like a seven minute tang. I guess that's we a good up minute. A warm That up. was a good warm up though. That was a great
0: warm-up. Unique New York. <laughs> Pick the pipe pack the paper. <laughs> Well, just to tune y'all in, we was just recording for maybe five and a half to seven minutes. And I forgot to hit the record button. Shout out to them 10 a.m. recordings.
1: But we were talking about, just to make a long story short, we were talking about how we had to create under some wild conditions early on. And those thoughts were sparked because the outside drilling and conversations around drilling and gentrification never ending and Oakland being under construction for the last 100 years. And just And We just said a bunch of stuff. You know, he just talked, and we talked about noise sensitivity, because I be needing, like, complete silence to think, and then Blake gave an example of how yesterday he was trying to do this Black August post for our people's program, social media, and he had to, like, turn the music off and shit, and I was saying how sometimes I'll be in the office trying to write early in the morning, uh, or- And the nigga hear a crow, and the nigga said if he could fly, he gonna grab that crow by the neck. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hella sensitive to noise, and that was the warm-up, and so welcome to episode 106.
0: 106 Black August, you feel me? Shout yeah, out George sure. Jackson. Shout out to all the folks behind walls, you feel me? Struggling, organizing to to break down the walls. Shout out to the abolitionists that really kicked off this abolitionist movement behind walls. You know what the I'm saying? The folks that are trying
1: to be, the folks that are that people are trying to erase from the mainstream abolition movement. Shout know? out
0: New Africa, shout out New Africans, shout out the New African in- yeah, independence sure. movement that's been forged behind prison walls, you know what I'm saying? Uh, free them all, bro Free all political prisoners Free all the veterans that is still locked down in them cages today Because of actions they took You feel me? And then the illegal intel pro-government uh, FBI, J. Edgar Hoover Department of Homeland Security All them pigs, you feel me? Who launched campaigns against our people Launched campaigns against revolutionaries Community activists, community organizers Trying to free ourselves from Euro-American control Yes, sir The only crime saying? they
1: committed was trying to free the people and free the land The only crime they committed. And it's only a crime to these fucking settler colonial pigs and their
0: supporters. Yeah. So, you know, shout out Black August. You feel me? It's a time to organize. You feel me? A time to pay attention, to to deepen our commitment to organizing, to deepen our commitment to revolutionary change, to deepen our commitment to the Republican of Africa and the new African independence movement so we can have true sovereignty true freedom and true independence from this Euro-American plantation, you feel me, that we is on, you know what I'm saying, and shout out to to George Jackson, you know, may his death not be in vain, and may we learn from his words, and learn from his words means we got to take action, you know what I'm saying, so don't just be calling George Jackson and not taking action, he was about taking action, revolutionary action to burn down that slave plantation, you feel me, otherwise known as a penitentiary. You know what I'm saying. So in the larger plantation known as the United States of America, come on, <laughs> the different plantations that exist from the Amazon workforce to Walmart nigga to the grocery stores—all these are different plantations. But we gotta heighten our awareness on the prison plantation. You know what I'm saying, and and, and make sure we uplifting the voices of, of those who have been down for forty plus years. You know the people who just got out. Make sure we really talk about the folks that have made the ultimate sacrifices. Uplift their names, honor their names. You feel me? In the best way to honor them is through organizing, It's through organization.
1: And the ultimate sacrifice is being life and um, this facade of freedom. I guess is you know it's not being behind prison walls. Again, we talk about the the enlarged plantation of this land. You know, but they're not out here on the grounds with us having the impact that they could have you know, being cut off by the walls of the penitentiary. And so that's making the ultimate sacrifice. And I think, you know, before we even dive into it, we can ask, you know, listeners, folks that's on Patreon, or if she, even if this is going to be on YouTube. And yeah. it's going to be it's, it's gonna exist anywhere you can get so your right podcast. So right now, you feel me? Drop a comment, man. Yeah, but like, you should drop a comment saying what, what
0: Black August means to you. And what you uh, finna do for Black August, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Also, I, you know, I'm going to suggest everyone posting their Black August reading list, which I think is important, but how you going to deepen your organizing? You know, if you ain't organizing, how are you going to get involved in some type of organizing? You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, or, uh, let me be clear, actually. A, a certain type of organizing that works to free the land. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A certain type of organizing that works to people. decolonize and liberate the people. How are you going, you know? And if you can't organize, how are you going to deepen your commitment to support the people who was doing the work to support the people, to free the people? You know what I'm saying? I, I think we should got to add the books. Of course, you got to read to free your mind. You got to educate yourself to free your mind. But it can't stop there. It got to be some type of action. So, what action is you finna take? You know what I'm saying. When we
1: talk about books, you know, we got some right here for the people. You know, we are on Liberators.
0: The ideological text of our organization. Yeah. People's programs, about you know Jaleel what Shout out Jaleel. We got Soledad, brother. Which you know? uh, we both is reading right now. That's a... I read... We both read Blood of My Eye a couple times. It's your first time reading Soledad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's my first time as well. You gotta put um, blood in my eye on your shit, too. Oh, for on, sure. Yeah. On, on Black August,
1: they... Well... From what I've seen, right, they 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 encourage to read books by like political prisoners and prisoners of war, right? That's like what they encourage? Okay. So yeah. We have uh Jalil Muntaqim. We have which is what we are on Liberators, we got Solidad Brother, George Jackson, we got Revolutionary Suicide by Huey P. Newton. Um and then we got I would still recommend Free to Land. I know that's not yeah, what they yeah. talk about. The purpose of Black August, but you know just. the PP's 60. in the uh, Black yeah. Power Afterlives as well. Boom, Black Power Afterlives Afterlives, you can read that. Got some political prisoner text in there. And then you got, you know, Asada Shakur's autobiography. I don't know what else we got up in here. Just We got shit. But that's stuff that we can recommend <laughs> for right now. yeah, for sure. These books that are for sure have changed my life and I think, you know, B you mentioned the point of not just reading, right, but uh, taking in these these ideologies, and for many of for many of these texts, they're like real life guidebooks. You know, taking them in and and letting them lead to actions that have material change for the people. If we talk about the side of Shakur and the impact that that has had on, um, I think us fleshing out our political education program, right? Because she mentioned one of her critiques of the Panthers was that people who were leading the work, there was, uh, you know, she felt like leadership didn't have enough. Of an understanding of the international shit that they was pushing, they should have been doing a little bit more reading. And so we took that and developed uh, our own political education pro- program and cadre mm-hmm. for core team. And using right?
0: We Are Our Own Liberators as yeah. a guidebook and following on theories as well to build cadres out into study groups that lead to action. You think you about know, And I think yeah. even about talking about studying and political education, it's like, yes, it's to, to organize for collective liberation. But I think one thing, you know, both of us have been talking about is like, the need for your own personal transformation that nobody can do but yourself. Like mm-hmm. oh, you got to transform yourself, your mind, your spirit, how you thinking. You know what I'm saying? So that that collective action can take place. You feel me? Yeah. And
1: so these books that we have read have <clears throat> all led to material programs, shit that you could think of. Revolutionary suicide led to, um, you know, people's programs being being started. I think about the impact that. We are on liberators has had on our organization over the last like six months um, in terms of us really starting to think about what it looks like to build out membership, what it looks like to really have a, a commitment to to the politics and ideologies to deeper our understanding of them. And so, yeah, that's what commitment to nation had. building. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is we are on liberators is what shifted to us having, you know, that real free to people, free to land mentality and shifted to identifying as new Africans. It's, it's life changing text, man, and we gotta we gotta read these with the under with that intention of changing our lives and not just changing the way we think, but the way we act. So yeah, Black August, that's right, really what they want us to hone in on, right? It's not just the studying, not just the fasting. Um it's really learning and letting it lead to some real yeah. organizing. Because that's them folks that was behind walls, that's now free, that's those folks that's still behind walls. That's what they're doing. Real yeah. organizing work.
0: So what are some of the things you're doing from Black August?
1: Bro, I was just telling you this yesterday, right? So, Black August, I've always, I'm damn near ashamed, right? Because, <laughs> also for real shit, like, I'm damn near ashamed because it's it's something that I've known about, you know? But I haven't really took the time, so I really dive into it. You know, you, I think you, you sent one article to our, you sent one article and I read that. And then I read another article that I think Kamal posted, Um mm-hmm. uh, I'm just like, damn, I knew the 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 spirit of it And how I was aiming to honor You know, George Jackson Jonathan Jackson And uh, Two folks that I can't remember the, the exact names But two of the folks um, Who were with uh, James McClain William Christmas With Chell McGee, right? Like mm-hmm. um, Honoring their they revolutionary actions But From the then Mor- I started The
0: Moran Courthouse Rebellion
1: Yeah, and then so I started reading um Like What's the words? Free for show, yeah, free for show. Well, what is like? I guess like the guidelines. I want to say guidelines. I'm kind of having a hard time finding my words. But like the acts that they do to like honor folks, right? Like the black armband, the fasting, Mm -hmm. uh, the cutting back on entertainment, the no no drugs, no alcohol, drugs, uh, and so. You ask me what I'm doing. Reading a shit ton. I'm reading right now. I'm reading Solo Dad Brother. About to finish. I'm on like the last five pages of free to land just because, I, of course, we like studying that, right? Um, I'm trying to figure out what else I'm, re- I'm probably going to reread Blood in My Eye and then
0: um, Fasting. Um, not my boy, a- Fasting, bro. Yeah, I'm proud of you, bro. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, you know, Fasting didn't but I'm like, yeah, I don't think I can ever do that shit now to see you. This shit just came at a perfect time. A few bro. months later, like, Nigga and bro That shit man Bro cause I wanted I asked bro. for some
1: of that brother For my birthday Not even realizing like What was about to yeah. Know that was coming on and, it's Divine know, can, timing yeah. man um, And so I met Michaela At the warehouse the other day And she gave it to me And this was like The 31st or some shit And so I started reading it You feel me Like the day before August 1st And I'm just Feeling like Not really the, How we live Time just keep going Days just run together So I wouldn't even get, Didn't really realize <laughs> It was August Time not even make sense You know what I'm saying And so It just felt like divine timing. And me and you, you know, you had just took Shahada, right? It's how I pronounce it. You had just took Shahada. So me and you was having all these conversations around like stepping in deeper into our practices and uh, taking our our organizing steps further and taking our the life what you know, new Africans refer to like lifestyle politics, taking that further and immersing ourselves into like these complete transformations. Um, And so this is just like perfect timing coming off my 29th birthday and shit, you know. And so long story short, I'm fasting. Not doing no drugs or alcohol. I'm studying a lot, uh, and then I'm ramping up the organizing. You know, we got shit that we doing in the hood next week. Um, we got folks coming out here building with us. We about to take our little mecca trip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I'm I'm running it up for Black August. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm on. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm proud of you, man. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm finna be reading Soul Dad, brother. I, I should be, you know. Got that on my Kindle, you know what I'm saying? So instead of surfing on a timeline when I wake up or something, I'm opening that Kindle and getting that getting that heat, you feel me, to getting that real, real revolutionary coffee, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Waking my ass the up. Facts. You feel me? Um, that and then for sure, you know, I'm gonna be doing some traveling, but you know, when I'm here and I am able to uh definitely doing, you know, just boxing, hitting that heavy bag, you know what I'm saying, training, uh, making sure, you know, I'm strong, you know what I'm saying? So definitely trying to hit that heavy bag uh five days a week during Black August, you know what I'm saying? And, and Yeah. Keep up my training. I'm finna fast with you a couple of days for sure too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just uh just the Ramadan. I don't feel like it was around the corners so i my, like, eh. you know uh, <laughs> But for so finna finna fast with you a couple of days for sure too. But just deepening my commitment, you know what I'm saying? I'm like what is it asking myself, like, how could I be my best person? What are my shortcomings as an organizer? What are the things I could work on? You know what I'm saying? Um and just having those conversations with myself that internal uh internal reflection you know what i'm saying and that's one thing islam is giving me is more discipline more patience and shit so i want to keep on building that and become the most disciplined person i can for myself myself first and for the movement you know what i'm saying and yeah. i think discipline can really bring you some freedom and shout out to raj you know that should really help you be free you know what i'm yeah. saying and being sober too you feel me that shit, yo. Uh, feeling, bro, I told good. you I haven't been sober. I haven't been sober.
1: Like, I haven't been sober for longer than a week. I got to say, and for sure, like, at least the last two years. At yeah. least possibly longer. I haven't been sober. And that's just like, you know, me and you talk a lot about, we, like, we do a lot of self-reflecting. Um, and I just, I got to do something different, bro. I just got, and I also just of you know, how I'm trying to treat my body and my mind. Like, bro, I, I got to cut back on this shit. And it's not like I ain't going, to I'm not going, to I'm not going to hype it up and I'm not going to uh, downplay it in terms of, like, my alcohol consumption. Yeah. You feel me? But, like, of course, like, during the week I'm not heavy drinking because I work so much. You know what I'm saying? But, like, Fridays, Saturdays, like, niggas is off hella sidecars, off hella <laughs> tequila. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. not having hangovers and shit, but it's, like, you know, it'd be setbacks. And you go in the gym on Monday, and you just like, oh, I feel nuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or later on in the week, feeling a little dehydrated. Or just, you know, I suffer from, like, intense anxiety. You know what I'm saying? we know the, the impact that that has on the body and shit. So I'm just excited to do something different. You know, yeah, like, bro. Nah. I really just, it. like, do something different and see and push yeah. and push myself in a different yeah. way. Um, nah, I feel you. Yeah. And this is shit we talk about all the time. So I feel,
0: you know, it's just a chance for it to go from talking into action. Yeah. Period that's how i feel you know i've been sober since i've taken my shahada and whatnot but i think trying something different <laughs> you know what i'm saying because i feel like yeah there's social drinking but then there's also shit coping too with anxiety ptsd escapism. you know escapism and shit yeah. so it's like all right let me try and dive deep into this and really again have those internal questions ask yourself you know what i'm saying like and so, just look for different ways to like
1: cope and shit. Cause <laughs> I, yeah like to deal with my shit like all yeah. right Instead of suppressing Maybe I'm just going Or you know like shit Even if I uh, Maybe a healthier form of escapism Like meditating Or going for a run Dude. You know what I'm saying Like just In trying that to heavy bag Yeah <laughs> But I I am I know that with Like again To our reading Free the Land They talk about like What we talking about right here Is is, is uh, Lifestyle Yeah Lifestyle but also dope. It's just like not unique to us Is like Along the way Each person that yeah. is trying to Shift their self Because what, we, what we're going through Is a, a decolonization If I like to think of everything as political. You know what I'm saying? It is. And, and so, like, what's, what's going on is, is a decolonization because we are trying to, knowing that the world that's been, that we're being subjected to is a colonial one. You know what I'm saying? And knowing that our thinking and our actions are a result of our colonial conditionings. This capitalist
0: world that we in. You know what, what I'm saying? And so, and so, like, from consumption. World filled with hell of ices, bro. Yeah. So, from
1: <laughs> consumption to the way that I think, to the way that I move, to what I find fun, to what I find healing, where am I getting this information from? And now I've gone from, you know, detaching from the colonial powers to thinking about what healing, love, identity, personhood, what this means from new African revolutionaries. And so there's going to be a shift in me. That's just natural, right? That's science. Like I'm no longer getting my information and my condition is in my place of value and sense of self from from my master. Whew. You feel me? Like, there's yeah. just. I'm, there has to be a shift. If I was told what to eat and drink from the master, now that I'm no longer getting that information from, from the master, what I eat and drink is going to change. If gotta, I was told. You, you got to free that swine, my brother. <laughs> that's the world where I'm just like, <laughs> I, don't hmm, I don't know. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs>
0: what about that bacon, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, bro. Millionaires bacon. But yeah, you feel me? Like, it's like. <laughs> fuck
1: with you. What, what did I have the other day where I was like, yeah, this is where. This is where I lose this me, Allah lose this me. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is I can't remember. What, I was eating something that was so good. was it in Mexico eating brisket or something? Nah, because you can eat brisket. Ew, I man. had something that you can have, and I was like, yeah, this is where like y'all lose me, <laughs> period. Yeah, um, I forget what it was.
0: Um, I think but, he was. I think he was talking about Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, no I swear to God, he's like, yeah, I can't keep that cardiac up, and then we could shoot <laughs> seven days later, to go or something.
1: Man.
0: <laughs> but yeah, bro. But again, you know, what we, what's
1: going on right now is that we are literally changing who we got our sense. We are literally separating our who we get our sense of self from, and we die, like we're, crafting, we're really diving into ourselves, bro. You in know what I'm deeper saying?
0: spiritual, more rev- with revolutionary meaning. Yeah. You feel me? So, man, I'm proud. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us, bro.
1: Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm excited to see where we go from here. Real shit. Cause we got this much done. You know, we made some real strides for real. A
0: thousand percent. A thousand percent.
1: So where do we go from here? Black August. (laughs) We need to give some insight. I mean, we talked about, like, its purpose in present day, and we've kind of alluded to its foundations as a way to honor revolutionaries like Jonathan Jackson, like George Jackson, like uh, Rachel McGee.
0: Um, Yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, I think given the history of how it started, right, you know, just looking at the uh, assassination of George Jackson, him being – assassinated by San Quentin prison guards Mm -hmm. for his revolutionary activity, right? He transformed his, you know, as he says, his quote-unquote criminal activity, right, into revolutionary activity. And that's when you become the enemy of the state. They find what you, quote-unquote, hand licks, doing whatever, but once you transform into that revolutionary mind, that revolutionary state of mind, that revolutionary action, you enemy of the state. The
1: The revolutionary is more of a problem than the convict. The revolutionary is way more of a problem than the person who's, you know, Mm -hmm. petty thief, robbing robbing people, right? Even probably killing other Africans, because killing other Africans is not is not this is not chipping away at the state apparatus, right? It's not doing that. When you start talking about look look, man, the reason why all of us is in here was predetermined before we even got here. Sure, that's the reason reason why we kill each other. Capitalism predetermined. (laughs) The reason why you had to rob that stove... Was because your mama didn't have no food at home. You didn't have no clothes in your back, and you had holes in your shoes. You had no choice, my nigga. Mm-hmm. The reason why you selling dope is because look at this capitalist system. You have to find a way to, to provide. Nobody want to hire you, my nigga, because you already been to jail once. You, can, you can't get a job. They don't trust you, you're a convict. You got the mark of a convict. The reason why you so that iron. you know what I'm saying. The reason why we got to do this isn't that we never, we don't have autonomy. We are, we are subjects.
0: We're we are a captives.
1: You know what a colony is. We're at the subject of the. We're in
0: captivity, bro. <laughs> The subject of the ruler. We, your choice was predetermined for you, bro. Period.
1: You don't have no choice. You didn't consent to any of this. You didn't even consent to being here, bro. So that action that you think you took was not yours. So you start telling the most unafraid of the most unafraid of the people who are willing to risk life and limb just to survive, which is how they got in, how they got in jails, how they got in prison. You start telling them people like, "Nah, let's 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 take this action, the action that you willing to give it all in the name of your survival." And let's take this, and let's save the life, let's save our lives, and lives of the generations after us for hundreds and hundreds of thousands and thousands of years.
0: is a that a nigga you want on the street? Is that a nigga you want organizing inside? If you if you if you're the is colonial, that you you're want the colonial organize master, is that who you want on the street? Hell no! Come on,
1: I can surveil, I can surveil you in here. I can I can, I can yeah. determine your your destiny in here more than I can. I I, actually, I know what your destiny as a revolutionary is out on the street. I know what your destiny is.
0: And I know what your destiny is inside too. Control the maximum security, uh, Soledad and San Quentin, some of the most brutal penitentiaries. With well, racist CEOs setting you up, giving shanks to the white
1: inmates, giving shanks to the to Mexican Mexicans. inmates, giving shanks to the black inmates. Sometimes just so y'all can start some shit with the white folks. You
0: know what I'm, I'm saying? Home. But you got to look at you know even this uh, concept of political prisoner, right? George Jackson went in a uh, went in a prison. You feel me, as a regular prisoner, you know what I'm saying? And was politicized. You know, he said prisons where he found Che, where he found Mao, where he found Lenin, you know what I'm saying? Became politicized and then became a political prisoner because of his actions. You know what I'm saying? That he was partaking in behind bars. You know what I'm saying? He was sentenced for one year to life <laughs> for a crime he did not commit. For a crime where he's like, I got to take a deal because of this racist ass system. Thinking that, you know, he would go to county, you feel me, be out soon, and then he got one to L. It was, so he, ended up doing years and years and years and years in the penitentiary for $75 of, of seventy five dollars of quote unquote seventy dollars of yeah. quote unquote stolen goods that he didn't even do that he had a cop a pee, cop a plea deal to it's You feel been, me? Because he, he knew that going to trial was going to be hard for him because he already had priors and costly. And it's wild because you know, man, long, long live George Jackson, bro. I'm not sure if this
1: is as it stands today, but I know at the at the time where where it was his tenth year in prison, he had served the longest. Sentence for someone who had been sentenced to one to life 10 years And it was solely because Of his politicization In the mind And then his organizing that he was doing in prison Period 100%. That was the sole reason that kept him there And 100%. the impact that he was having Enjoying behind the Black Panther prison Party. <laughs> Outside That man was behind walls Impacting what was going on on the streets Impacting the minds of the, fo- of, of, of the Vanguard folks who were on the street The leads of the revolution you got you got Huey P. Newton saying that we should all strive to be like George Jackson. Being named the um, field general behind prison walls, bro.
0: Behind prison walls. Behind you, prison getting, walls. Getting, getting uh, a high-ranking get get, high get get officer orders. in the Black Panther Party because of the contributions you have made to the Movement for Black Liberation for the New African Independence behind, behind bars. Behind bars. So imagine what you went through when you come home. Brutal concentration camps. In California.
1: From the warden to the district attorney to the grand jury to the governor to the mayor to the president, the House of
0: Senate. They all knew who George Jackson was and what would happen. Shall he To the on? regular beat pig.
1: <laughs> they all knew.
0: Man, you know, George Jackson really exemplifies way. how to organize, bro, from behind bars, bro, to being politicized, to taking action you know what i'm saying to to leading people like, i don't think people understand fully like what the the significance of his life is bro like bro, some real shit like the amount of things he was able to uh, accomplish behind bars bro the way he was able to organize behind bars the way he was get, able to get you feel me the rest of uh, black inmates, you feel me unified those is achievements that would lead to a revolution that will lead to the freeing of all Africans from this plantation called a penitentiary, bro. And we
1: and we got to honor his comrades, you know what I'm saying? The folks who who followed his leadership and took his action. Because it's not just one person, you know what I'm saying? And then
0: you feel me? The people who put him on game. It was, it was his roommate,
1: uh, W.L. Nolan, Nolan I think. W.L.
0: Nolan. Nolan. I, it, I, he was the boxer that was in there with him, right? Yeah, that, uh, I'm pretty sure he he introduced him to, like... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. the
1: people... I mean, me and you've been talking this week. We've been talking a lot, as y'all can see. We've been, talk- <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking a lot about this week, about our teachers and shit, right? Like, the people who stay patient. You got to have... For, for minds to develop, you got to have willing teachers and willing students, right? And so there were people who were willing... No one to- was assassinated, too? Yeah. By San Quentin Prison Guards? Uh, during, during a fight. Three only... During a... During a, during a, during a uh, a race driven riot Right That had People had known It was gonna happen Cause it was this. Was this in Soledad Or was this in San Quentin At one of the prisons The really new yard was being built Right A new yard was being built And they knew That the moment They let The folks I don't They let the uh, The folks that were locked up Onto the Onto the yard That it was gonna go down And so You know Nolan Was in W.L. Nolan He Kicked it off Fired on somebody A cracker Fired on him, and that's how it started going down. And it was a um, a ex a ex uh, imperialist military man, fucking from on top of his posts above all of above, above all the folks that was in the melee. Feel me? He shot Nolan. Then, to say shot him right through the heart. Then he shot uh, two other black men and supposedly one the one white person it was only three only the three folks that were killed and during that during that that fight um were you know the the three black folks and so it's uh i don't want to call them prisoners we, we like i don't feel i don't know what to say africans in captivity africans they're africans in captivity Nigga. period you know what i'm saying um those were the folks who were killing So, yeah, and, and, and if no one is the person who's teaching George and he has that type of influence, influence. He's, he's a championship boxer. You know what I'm saying? That was, a, again, we talk about things being political. Everything is a political. Everything
0: art. is political, bro. <laughs> from that guard in that tower, from that guard being in fucking wars to know who his race is, bro. Them being clan-like and them giving shanks to other whites. You feel me? They know exactly what the hell they is doing.
1: But our, our point is, You know being, what I'm saying? Yeah. And
0: they- Assassinated him on purpose because they knew the assassination.
1: The, the, period. That's what that they means. knew
0: exactly who he was. They knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> and they knew who he was teaching and the impact that it was having on the yard. You feel me? That it was having behind the bars. You know what I'm saying? Like and that and that's what what I
1: what I like about um so many of the, the articles that you have shared. One there's one you see, and we're gonna link
0: to him. And on, our patreon. And on our patreon patreon.com so so <laughs> uh,
1: what i fuck with the articles is that you know so much in mainstream media because that, that's what they like to do they like to sense like that's a, a part of neoliberalism and no and co-optation right is to make one person seem like if you if you can craft one person that means the movement lives and dies with them and what i like about these articles that you have shared with me and the articles that i've been able to find i think like i said i think kamal posted some shit um is that it it names the other folks who this is who this is supposed to honor. You know what I'm saying? The W. L. Nolans, the uh Jonathan Jacksons, right? The Rachel McGee's. Like it, it names like this. Like these yes, we have folks who are leaders. Leaders are necessary, period point. But I believe in leadership. I follow leadership. I believe in that shit wholeheartedly. You know what I'm saying? I also understand the importance of, com- of comrades of camaraderie. You know what I'm saying percent. Like And so of I the fuck OGs
0: with, bro think about our OGs bro Yeah and So I, <laughs> I fuck with the articles on, You feel yeah. me The articles have been like Naming the oh, other yeah. folks Cause um, it's a disservice bro Yeah It's a disservice to act like A revolutionary Is made out of a vacuum You feel me It just Who Happens him? So, Like somebody taught him Who gives you him the me? vessel
1: To put his idea To give their ideas through You don't He's just put-
0: You don't come to any of these ideas By yourself And if you're acting like You come to these ideas By yourself You was lying he was lying. He was lying. And I'm going to assume he's probably trying to get a bag out of it. Persons don't free people. People free people. Period. Hello? Quote Period. that. Quote that. <laughs> but, again, I think this is a a time to deepen our commitment. And that's what I'm encouraging people to listen, you know, who is listening. Is deepen your commitment to understanding, to studying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm deepening my commitment and studying, and I'm learning more and more. You know about George Jackson, about Black August. Like I think that that's something that we we all got to do in order for us to, you know, as Jaleel said, free your mind. So ask and follow,
1: read and reread, man. Remember when Q came?
0: Boss, the idea that you read a book once, nigga. Yeah, you ain't ever done with the book. You feel me? Like I don't know if it was. I'm having different experiences when I'm rereading books based off of my different, or based off of my evolution and transformation as a as a new African, as a person. You know, based off your
1: currents. Current understandings of things based off your current experience, right? You think about when I read Revolutionary Suicide, when we read it the first time, like niggas was organizing, but they wasn't doing this. They wasn't co chairs. We didn't have, we wasn't having a team full of, uh, we wasn't having, you know, an organization built out. We were running multiple decolonization programs. We hadn't read, I hadn't read We Are All Liberators. I hadn't read Blood in My Eye. I hadn't read Asada. You know, I hadn't read Conscienceism. It was shit that I hadn't read yet. So now, with that understanding, re- re- I hadn't read Free to Land. Now, with that understanding that I have now, I'm rereading Revolutionary Suicide, rereading We're All Liberators, it's, it's resonating a lot different. And so, yeah, like you said, you never done with a book. You, you haven't read, I don't, even know, I don't even think it's fair for us to say we've read a book. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'm, I'm studying it. I'm
0: studying it right now. I'm studying it. I'm studying it, and I'm applying it to my personal life, and I'm applying it to my organization. <laughs> and you repeat the process over and over and over again. Like, Marshawn's like over and over and over and over and over, and over again. Nah, you feel me? Like, on some real shit. Cause you, you gotta reread it. And, and especially like when I'm looking for guidance for something, I'm finna open a book.
1: Can I ask you why do you think, I guess it's it's not off topic, cause yeah. it's on topic, but we I kinda just went off. But like, why do you, like, yeah. Why do you think we have this situation where other folks get erased from a thing like Black August? Like tourists all mainstream
0: things, they make it about one sole person. I mean, I think the government does a good, you know, the government of trying to construct they fear the black messiah, but they also purposely the government and the media has tried to construct. They find value in it. Find value in like, oh, there's this only one person. There's this one sole person. You know what I mean? Versus the thousands of people that have done the work. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that's part of it is just using, using one person. And it's propaganda because what is the one person that they usually use is someone who has been brutally beaten, tortured, and ultimately usually assassinated is the, the government usually likes to hang on to, I think. I think there also isn't journalists who tell the truth enough <laughs> or people who really study these movements, you know yeah, what I'm cause saying? Like, like, if you just do a baseline also, understanding, first of this George Jackson. Now you're going
1: to dive into that as opposed to, like, yeah.
0: So it's, like, also look at the, – they never want to tell the full true story. You you know what I'm saying? It's always the people who usually tell the full the aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll get – like, the articles we was reading is from, like, very independent websites, Small. small, small, small website. So it's like, if we ain't pushing that, you know what I'm saying? That There's a reason why the people is misdirected. But that, and again, is colonial education. You know what I'm saying? And it, it relates to like the idea of like why you think you read a book once and you're done. You know what I'm saying? You go through first grade, you're done. In second grade, you're done. Read this book, oh, you're done. You check it off. Nah, learning is always a process. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, that's some of my thinking is that they like to highlight one person. You know, the government will have highline MLK, MLK. Like, they ain't kill him.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? They look, Malcolm. You know what I'm saying? To show even how we're seeing the the mainstream co-optation of the Black Panther Party. You know? I will right, we'll represent it one way without talking about the BLA. Or uh, Beyonce will do a Super Bowl performance and not say nothing about the Black Panthers, who was still incarcerated.
1: Shit, I think how we talk about how folks talk about abolition. Like I think about my introduction to abolition over sure.
0: not, not actually, like my
1: yeah. real trying to like really dive into it. Right, like all I hear is Angela Davis.
0: There's a reason for that.
1: <laughs> That's all I hear. Not to this. Not to knock. You feel me? Whatever contributions she has made to abolition, free Rochelle You know, freedom, thousand percent. I ain't gonna knock. What, but I'm just saying. Like when I then I start reading Freedom Land, I'm like, wait, hold on. Who was doing what? Buying bars? I read blood. I read solid That brother blood so, in my eye. I'm like, wait, hold on. There's like, a purposeful. People talk
0: about that. there's a purposeful ways that if, they if erase to, if, if, our if, intellectuals if, behind bars. Because what happens when there's the, you know, the quote unquote uh, organic intellectual, whatever you want to call it, right? The the intellectual that rises from the streets or rises from the prisons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Versus, uh, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I forget what the other word is, but like a more bourgeois intellectual who rises from the academy. You know what I'm saying? That gives the validity for the colonial institution. So of course, the person with a PhD is going to see, be seen as this more legitimate authority because of colonialism, because of settler colonialism and how we're indoctrinated to think. And how like, you're
1: indoctrinated to view the convict, you feel me? The prisoner as immoral,
0: as unworthy, bro, as less than, come on, bro. as evil, as violent. Come on, bro. I'm like, I'm, I'm reading George Jackson, you know, he's talking about <laughs> he talking about when he stole his dad's car. You feel me? And he, he ran that into a barbershop. Mm-hmm. He, said, he said, Ain't none of the Africans wanted to uh, call the police on me. Calling an outsider to sell something that could be handled amongst ourselves. You feel me? That was abolition in a nutshell in the community. Right then and there. In that moment. Restorative justice. Restorative justice, transformative <laughs> justice. You know what I'm saying? Before the, the words was even used, bruh. I, I legit was opening up my Kindle because I wrote a note on that shit. I'm like, bruh, that was RJ TJ right there. His dad was like, "All right, man. You know, I'm finna fix this shit up with what I got. You know what I'm saying?" But the barbers knew the condition that George was in, the condition his father was in, the same condition. So why we gonna call outside agitator to come in, a pig to come in, and to remove someone from society and just to not solve the problem in the first place?
1: And it's why if we think about abolition as the goal to abolish all prisons, who was those calls coming from, bro? Abolition to abolish the colonial apparatus. Who was who? Who is the who is a more prime example? Than a person behind walls organizing uh, Africans in captivity? Who is a better person than the person behind walls pumping the ideology into the vanguards on the street to organize themselves to decolonize the world? Who is a better person to represent abolition than those people?
0: But you know, we, gotta, we again, gotta run with
1: the people who you know got their PhDs. Got we, their have, we, we have a PAs. we have an
0: abolition a abolition PhD complex happening right now, where we see these conferences, you know, <laughs> PhDs, and these uh, uh, ivory tower academics. Which don't get me wrong, there is room for academics. There is room for them to contribute to the movement in a principal way. But you
1: can't erase. Though. But you can't. The erase problem is when you erase the George place.
0: Jacksons. You can't erase the Jaleel's. You can't erase. You feel me? The names that we don't know who was overthrowing fucking slave ships. You feel me? That were moving plantations that was taking our people from Africa to here. We can't erase that. That was abolition in practice when them niggas was taking over them shits. Can't erase when the niggas that's taking jail over right them now
1: who doing some shit to make sure the niggas around them is, is safe in they pod. Come on, bro. You can't you can't erase that. That's bro.
0: abolitionism in action, bro. You feel me? So it's it's always important to to and that's what Black August is again is. It's uplifting the people behind bars and deepening our commitment as people who is outside. You feel me? We ain't in the Angos. We ain't in the Sovens, We ain't in the, Solvans, ain't in the uh, Rikers. You feel me? We ain't in the Ritas. You know what I'm saying? We is outside, so how do we support prison movements? You know what I'm saying? How do we support political prisoners? How are we uplifting the theories that they use, bro? Come on, bro. I think on, this bruh. is
1: the perfect time for you to talk about the tribunal. Tribunal. In terms of supporting prison movements and shit, Yeah, for
0: know? sure. I mean... Uh, Got to tap in for sure to the tribunal. I'm gonna post something on our Patreon, post something in, in the um, YouTube as well. You know what I'm saying? But the tribunal is one thing that we got to look at. That is charging genocide again, relifting that charge up to, of genocide of what's happening to political prisoners in the United States of America, because political prisoners is not recognized in this country, <laughs> in this country at all. Right. So it's important that we raise. The issue of political prisoners, right? And when we focus on political prisoners, the rights of political prisoners, all prisoners get those rights. You know what I'm saying? So bringing that into the international arena, and that's some shit that we got. That's something that we have to have to support. You know what I'm saying? So uh, especially some to the running spirit of, calling
1: themselves themselves, abolitionists,
0: bro. Go to the spirit of Mandela. You feel me? Dot org and, and endorse it. You know what I'm saying? Give you a fund so people can make it to to the tribunal. Um, and we got to look at. We got to look at who's behind this, <laughs> right? Look at the people who who want this to happen. It's the Jaleel Muntakeems, It's the jihads, You know what I'm saying? It's the real veterans of the Black Panther Party of the B.L.A. Right? Who's carrying this on to charge genocide?
1: Not the ones who go on to speak at colleges for you know f- five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. Not the ones that's popping <laughs> up at at protests for for A photo, photo ops
0: and stuff. It's is these is these? This are the is people. the real. Real work, you feel me, of of changing the conditions. Because when we look at the legalities of it, you know what I'm saying? If we we could at least get them to recognize that there's political prisoners in the United States, like that will do tremendous, you will have tremendous impact. And that's what people like Jalil have said. You know what I'm saying? That's what political prisoners have said. So (laughs) let's listen and follow leadership. So there's also going to be a panel... On August 18th So save the uh, Save the date for that August 18th You know what I'm saying Black August 18th 5pm Pacific time We gonna post it Um, But yeah Make sure you tap in With Spirit of Mandela And support the coalition You know that is working um, To bring Issues of genocide Against our people The issues of uh, Political prisoners To you know International arena To international stage Bro
1: That's working to decolonize And abolish The state apparatus Free them all.
0: Yeah, and we're going to have another episode where we interview, you know, someone working with them more closely, um, you know, to talk more about the tribunal uh, and its significance. So, you know, stay tuned to that. You feel me?
1: I also want to talk about another point that you made earlier and that we've been trying to drive home throughout the pod uh, around the importance of organizing. Uh, and first I'm going to share a tweet from Kamal And then I want to ask you a question around organizing right? So Kamal said, Black August 2021 If you are not in prison And even if you are, Black August is more is about more than honoring Commemorating our political prisoners And freedom fighters Or fasting and studying It's about organizing for our collective liberation So if we talk about um, The need for folks not to get caught up In the fasting and the not drinking And the studying the next step is organizing, right? Yeah. Like taking actual action, and so I guess, like on the baseline, like what are like some some simple actions you think people should be taking in terms of like what, what should that organizing look like?
0: Serve the people. <laughs> I think that that's the foundation of any revolutionary cadre organization needs to be building decolonization programs at work to build alternatives. Um, to this Euro-American control that we live in and build alternative institutions, you know what I'm saying, that will serve us pre- and post-revolution. That's, that's what it is, right? So even if it's starting small, and I know it can kind of seem like a daunting task talking about building serve-the-people programs, but I think we are we are two living examples through the organizing work through people's programs of how if you start something small, it will grow. If and how remain, if you start
1: something based off going outside and just making a Analysis, analysis of, 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 what the, you see. of what's
0: around you Because it's like Even before we read Some of the books we knew We was reading We seen outside Lived experience You know what I'm saying To where we're like Bro we gotta feed people bro we're like, You it, know what I'm saying like yeah, we, we, we see, the void that we can feed Void that we can feed Because we talking this theory On Hella Black You know what I'm saying That was episode 2 We talking this theory On Hella Black But what is we doing To actually be a part Of the solution you feel me? And so When we talk talking
1: Black August and honoring these revolutionaries. What are we doing to actually honor them in action, not just reading their shit, not just reading, not just it, tweeting gotta, about them, not just writing papers about them? You feel me? I've done and all those like, things. I've written about them. I've tweeted about them.
0: So at some point, you were purposefully not following the tradition of Black August because I know some of y'all are extremely smart. You've read all the readings. You've read George Jackson. You've read blood of my eye. You've read soul of that, brother. So the next step is to take action. And that's what George would tell you to do because he says it himself in the book. You know what I'm saying? So it, that can start small and it, it takes it takes time. But if you feed 10 people once a week, you fed 10 people once a week. That's a start at a decolonization program. You know what I'm saying? You outside of your community telling people what you was doing. Telling your friends Make an IG post Hey I need 10 people 10 followers To come with me And we gonna Feed people Then okay Identify what, what What the next need Is in the program You know what I'm saying Like if you feeding houses people now You understand that The lump proletariat Also needs more resources That might be housed Alright then Start a grocery program If you realize A bunch of uh, Youth um, are being arrested, new African youth are being arrested at protests, 17-year-old kids, 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, all right, then there might be a need for a bail program. Are oh, you seeing people outside with wounds, cuts, while you're serving people, you feel me, food at, at, at a houseless program, then you're like, shoot, we need a street medicine program, we need a health program.
1: You see a nigga that don't got no jacket on, I need to go in my fucking closet and give and give him mine.
0: You see a person <laughs> walking around with no shoes in the heart of West Stalkland where there's needles, glass, you're going to find a way to use your connections to get 500 shoes to the people.
1: I'll tell you like this. Before we ever had a connection to Puma, we was giving shit on our own closet. That's my how I started. own
0: started. Bro, I legit just, just took two bags of clothes from in here. This is before This is before we had Amazon Wishlist. And I put, wish and and put those clothes in the back of my trunk because I'm finna go take that to the warehouse. That's some shit I've been doing for years, bro. For sure. Before we had Puma, um, A, what, what clothes you don't need to my cousin's? What shoes you don't need, to my niggas? You had your cousins pulling up, dropping it off while we outside of Northgate. Feel me, giving like... people clothes, bro. You know what I'm saying that—that that is intercommunalism and in work. <laughs> that is decolonization decolonizational work, and these programs. You
1: can't tell me you can't do that. You can't.
0: I, I refuse. To,
1: you can't tell me if you can't make this, the small factor sacrifice. I know you're not ready for the ultimate one.
0: So I think it's really about simplifying this work, bro. It ain't. It ain't that. It's difficult. It's challenging. It's gonna test every part about you. If you don't, you know what I'm saying. Like it will, yeah. But if you committed to something bigger than yourself, if you committed to what George Jackson is saying, what Asada Shakur is saying, and these texts that you was reading, and that you know, like the back of your hand, that you can quote inside out, that you can
1: write papers on, that you can tell people they wrong on inside out, I know you at the baseline level can go too. feed somebody. I know yeah. at the baseline level you can empty out your closet, them clothes that you ain't worn in years, wash them motherfuckers, and go distribute them. Set up a table and go distribute them. I know.
0: And that is the process (laughs) of nation building for the new African independence movement. This is not a reformist type of charity. This is uh, political action and progress that has a political objective to show people and to give people examples that, again, we are our own liberators. We don't need no white man. We don't need no European to come in our community and give us fucking shit. We can solve this shit ourselves, bro. Sankara said, I don't want aid. I want tractors. (laughs) So we could do for ourselves and liberate our own people as revolutionary nationalists. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I, I challenge people to do. Even if you start with two people. brothers. there's times where this shit was hot as hell in the summer. Delancey would hit me or I'd hit him. Hey, right, bro, let's go get water. Let's go serve water. And we just go serve water to the people because we knew that heat exhaustion was happening. It's, it's possible, bro. And I know people, you know, come up with all these types of excuses, but someday, bro, it ain't an ex- you just you just lying to yourself. Man, you got you just lying to yourself because I I I've seen the sacrifices that you made. I've seen the sacrifices that our people have made, that our elders have made, that our ancestors have made for us to to be where we are today. You know what I'm saying? And you have to make that commitment. Otherwise, you just want to include yourself in capitalism, and you is actually consenting to your own oppression.
1: You said something. Um, around the fuck. Well, I, it wasn't a fuck. I can't remember the last. It's like the second to last thing that you just said, but it was around. Um, you know, at some point, just being honest with yourself about what you're doing right. And so George said, "I've been patient, but where I'm concerned, patience has its limits. Take it too far, and it's cowardice. At some point, <laughs> you now no, you're no longer waiting for the perfect, For one, the perfect conditions will never exist. What is the perfect
0: conditions under capitalism? What is the perfect conditions under colonialism? And So, at
1: some point you have to admit to yourself that you aren't reading this information to
0: shift your ideologies and therefore shift your actions. You're reading it so you can write journal articles, so you can get published, so you can get citations, so you can be seen as a thought leader but not an action leader. That's what you're doing. Oh my God.
1: Wait, I got to read another quote because you talk about being a thought leader, right? (laughs) And not taking no action. Um...
0: There's, there's multiple parts to this. Um, I ain't read it all, bro. We got the time today.
1: He says, this is a big part of the battle, waiting for the correct moment and then having the courage and wit to move when the time is right. He also mentions, what was the point that you just made? Why am I sp- this fast with my ass. I'm I'm like, like bro. I was just sitting here uh, like, like I'm, I'm so not, hungry.
0: Dude, no, I, I, but amen. what was the,
1: so we talked about waiting for the perfect time. The perfect oh, time won't exist under
0: capitalism, but, under uh, colonialism.
1: Then you talked about like being a thought leader, right? And I think what so many of these thought leaders do is they talk, talk, talk and have some type of cognitive dissonance going on to so where some type of detachment from the real world reality where they're able to lie to themselves and tell themselves that the talking is just enough because when the time is right, the person who is getting this information from them, they'll take the right action. And so Jory says, you know, you seem to just ignore the matter or pretend it doesn't exist, hoping maybe others with more time or brains or perhaps more to lose will work something out. And that's what you do when all you do is talk.
0: But a lot of people act like that on, on Twitter. They want to like, oh. Oh, you? Why haven't the street gangs taken out George Zimmerman? You know what I mean? They always be saying shit like that. Why, why don't you do it yourself? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it is not enough for us to simply write how to hand out meals. Period. It is not if enough you, if you ain't ever done it. How you finna write about it? And that's my that's my issues. A lot of these academics to be acting like drones in the black community. They just want to write about it, but they ain't ever want to take part in it. You know. But we we also have to ask ourselves why. Are people moving this way? Why are, why is there like a class of black folks moving that way? You know what I'm saying? It's a part of the colonial indoctrination process to do this. This is nothing but liberalism. And that's what we got to identify it as. Because you've been indoctrinated for years, for years, for years. You go from going to a four-year university. Then you just applied for a master's program. Then you went from your master's program straight to a Ph.D. program. Then you went from your Ph.D. program uh, to either a a fellowship program or to an assistant professor. So you spent your whole time in these European institutions. And you're thinking and acting like a European. You just got a black face on you. (laughs) You might present yourself as pushing this radical shit. But in action, you're using you're being a liberal. You know what I'm saying? So we got to look at how these colonial institutions indoctrinate the fucking whatever class you want to call them, the professors and whatnot, versus, you know, professors who actually take the time to be in the field and build with the people and help people move towards material change. You know what I'm saying? And help help bring resources to the people because it has been done and it can be done. But I think that's how we have to be able to identify things. But there is room for it. (laughs) We Thousand percent. We need black academics. We need black economists to help move the new African liberation front, you know, new African independence movement, right, into we need those skills. That's, that's a fact.
1: What time we at? 51. Ooh, okay, perfect. But I do have, we have, like, one last piece on our actual um, outline, and then I don't know if you have content, but I have content for Extended. All right, and so through all this shit we've been sprinkling in, what um I don't you know it, What folks yeah. like George Jackson And Jonathan Jackson Mean to us But I yeah. think Since we keep I think we should Just take a couple minutes Like really hone in On what What they mean And again We talked about Not reducing it To two people Um But as we talk We keep referring To Soul of That Brother And Blood in My Eye mm-hmm. And these are Jonathan Jackson, Jonathan man, Jackson the, man the man child The man child The older brother George it, Jackson you know, <laughs> As he would say Who, who inspired it Um <laughs> And you know we have Jonathan Jackson who inspired the writers and we have George Jackson who actually wrote them. So I think you know we could take to end out the episode. We could take some time to speak on what they mean to us. You want to kick it off? It's all you, brother. <sighs> well, I think about Jonathan Jackson. Um, I wish I had to quote that. Is it in Blood of My Eye? Is it in So that brother? Because I can go grab Blood of My Eye real quick, where he talks about um, like who he dedicates it to, like the child who is the rebel, the communist revolutionary.
0: I, at, think, at I think it's but of my eye all I'm, right, pretty, I'm sure, pretty sure it's but of my eye. We pulling out all the books today On Hell of Black <laughs> Pulling them all I'm out
1: see in the- Did You know what I'm about? Yeah nah, I, It's like a very specific I know we,
0: we call them a, a man child and shit right? Yeah I forget exactly where it's at but I know I read it Is it but of my eye? I don't know
1: So we gotta, this is blame you, Jacqueline. This is why you need to step up as a out. producer because these are things that we should have. Here you go, marked. <laughs> hey, and you know what? I was asking <laughs> my teacher, my teacher friend, um how like because I'm really trying to get better at studying, you know. And I, I didn't study that well in college. I really, I didn't study that well in high school either, man. But I, I was really thinking, about, I just studied to get by, bro. You know what I'm really good at? <laughs> Like my best form of studying is when I just write something down over and over and over and over again. Like that's how like I guess it's memorization, but that's how that's how I like to study. But I've been trying to do better with my citations in my books, you know? Because I like even I just be getting lucky sometimes. I was looking for a Jaleel quote the other day and I opened open. the book and it was right there. I got hella lucky. You know what I'm saying? And even how I was just trying to show you something in the in the book, right? Like I don't do um, I don't do like, I know people like to use stickies and shit. I just do like brackets, you know, with the pen around shit that I like. Unless I'm, but you got Kindle. So that shit is fire on your phone. That's, that's, I know that's why you fuck with it. You mentioned that yesterday to me and Ty, but I just prefer to hold the actual book in my hand. But I do fuck with Kindle for that reason. It's because you can like highlight parts and make notes. And so sometimes I do, um, I like read a book and have my notes app and notes app open on my phone, Mm -hmm. and I do like page numbers and shit there. And you see it when I feel me like do outlines and shit for the cadres. You can see I put pages. Mm -hmm. That's just a tangent, but all right, I'm trying to find the fucking. I think
0: I, I think I found it. You found it right here. Yeah. All
1: right. So this is where is this from? I don't know what what passage this is from, from whatever book, but yeah. He says, to the man-child, tall, evil, graceful, bright-eyed, black man-child, Jonathan Peter Jackson, who died on August seventh, 1970, courage in one hand, assault rifle in the other, my brother, comrade, friend, the true revolutionary, the black communist guerrilla in the highest state of development, he died on the trigger, scourge of the unrighteous, soldier of the people, to this terrible man-child and his wonderful mother, Georgia Bo. to Angela, okay, But that's where, where, like, the way he described Jonathan, bro, like, you know, I fuck heavy. I I fuck with the youth heavy, bro. You know, I be spending a lot of time with my little cousins and my sisters and shit. I just remember being 17 and needing that type of guidance. Uh, But he just, I think about the moments where I've had to exude courage, right? right, Like, courage is something I've been talking to. I talked to Ty about this shit the other day, like, you know, what type of courage you got to have to look like. Yo, ending in dead in the face, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, he's 17 years old and he he took that leap of faith, bro. He took that revolutionary leap, like, it, and he said it the high, the the revolutionary in its highest form. You feel me? Intellectual and slang and iron, bro. Like holding the gun and, and looking the oppressor right in the face and being like, Nah, I understand what I gotta do to, to free that, my brother, to free my to comrade, freedom, to raise consciousness, to draw lines a demarcation at 17 years old, like, bro. I ain't never done nothing that courageous. Feel me? Like, I've never done nothing that courageous. I got my courageous acts in my own rights, but when I think about the revolutionary, the guerrilla at, at its highest form, that's what that is. And I think anybody that, you know, niggas idolize uh, Ho Chi Minh and Mao and um, Amir Karl Cabral and Thomas Sankar, I think Jonathan Jackson's name should be right up there with them. <laughs> that's how I really feel. A thousand percent. Um. And to know, like, bro, he was 17. Bro, think about what you was doing at 17.
0: Playing sports.
1: We only have to worry about ourselves. Working out. <laughs> well, not saying we didn't have our struggles and shit, you know what but I'm yeah, saying? I mean, like, this is a man thinking who was, the who ultimate was thinking about, you feel me, thinking about
0: Lil Bobby Hutton. Like, these are people who, who was
1: thinking about other people, who was thinking about
0: their elders, thinking about their youth, thinking about their, their people Thinking about their community, thinking about freedom, bro. And they went up and took it in their own hands, you feel me? They, not idolizing him because cause of
1: death, right? Like... Not a yeah. lot, like, not on some martyr shit, but I'm like, bro. If we think about the guerrilla communist revolutionary at at the highest stage, like, ain't that the definition? He made and the death. ultimate
0: sacrifice and I had the ultimate courage, knowing that he was was going to stare death in the face before he took action. And again, I'm not
1: glorifying death and or some martyr shit. Like that's not my ultimate goal, you know. But I I will say that like. You know, living long yeah, living just, long yeah. as opposed to living short and with purpose and not being a coward. That is something that I'll prioritize. Again, understanding the terrain of current time. Me, you talk about understanding the terrain all the time. Like I understand, like right now, me being alive and organizing and teaching and doing the work right that I'm doing is way more important than just you feel me, not not assessing the proper terrain and taking an action that I think will bring me glory. In the name of, you know, revolutionary act as opposed to, like, using my dialects to understand what the world needs from me right now. But, again, people idolize certain folks. And I, if we're talking about the Ho Chi Minh's, the Miles, the Amir Karl Cabrals, the Sankaras, like, you feel me? I do believe that in terms of revolutionary action and guerrilla shit, like, Jonathan Jackson's name should be mentioned. Right along with the Little Bobby Hudgens. Thousand percent. And you want to speak on John?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I can just speak on both of them more so I feel like just what, you know, George definitely exemplifies to me is despite the worst, most terrorist acts that have been acted upon him from being in solitary to being in the most horrendous conditions possible, that he still trained himself, his mind to the best of his ability to be a revolutionary, and I can't think of anything more exemplary than that. You feel me? Being being in the shoe, being in solitary for all that time, to organizing other people um, in prison from the shoe. You know what I'm saying? To always being ready. You know what I mean? To having that revolutionary action, bro. Like he taught all all of himself in the worst conditions, bro. The worst conditions possible. So for you me, me
1: complaining about having to study with a crow outside. <laughs>
0: You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, he was able to master his mind and master his thoughts and take action and train and, you know what I'm saying, like, stop knife attacks to, like, bro, think about the level of training and the level of forward thinking that he took behind bars to every moment. He went, all right, I know know what I got to do in this moment, so I'm prepared and steps ahead. That's why he was an exemplary fighter. You know what I'm saying? So I think about that level of internal commitment. Not only to yourself, but to your people. And it shows that bruh like he said, mouth, save you feel me, Che, you feel me? All that he want all that from behind bars. So what's our excuse for people out here? If you if you can take that courage from from the shoe, from San Quentin, from Soledad, you know what I'm saying? The the most infamous solitary places in the California penal system. And that's what black that's, that's what And I that black. also gives me a, a revolutionary hope. For our people, knowing that that is inside of our uh, of our brother George, you know yep. what I'm saying? That it can be inside of us too, if we take heed to his, to his uh, writings and and we learn from his life. That's that's some shit. So that should that should make me emotional, bro. Nah, thinking about shit. you, feel me?
1: And, and that's why, like, I think about the, the everything that's been happening over the last like you know month, bro. Like I said, like your shahada, us having these conversations around. Lifestyle politics, us having these conversations around, like, you know, we talk about the power of language. Like, me and you saying, like, bro, we can't be claiming New Africa. We can't be claiming these words. We can't be claiming these ideologies and we not, you know, fully. And I understand, I understand processes. I don't mean, I don't think that we should go from one way to another way overnight, but there has to be some type of internal battle with us consistently, type of reflection and introspection to be like, yo. Mm -hmm. where is the line between us not knowing any better and us gaining experience versus us just refusing to make any efforts into shifting our entire beings and you talk about like all right being him being dedicated to study him being dedicated to organize him being dedicated to action i'm like i cannot invoke this man's name i cannot say i follow in his steps i cannot say i follow in the steps of jaleel montakeem i cannot say uh uh idolize jaleel montakeem and not idolize in a way to where you know I'm just so caught up in them like being these great people. But like really, in the material work that they did, I can't invoke their names, I can't speak on them if I'm not willing to make these efforts and do the work mm-hmm. to follow in their shit and have a real impact on my community. And that's why I'm fucking with Black August. That's why I fuck with the current timing of everything that we got going on right now because I can see, bro, the shift that's about to happen.
0: Yeah. Hey, one thing, you know, during like uh, my Shahada ceremony, um, you know, there's this process of like you know people like giving you names that they think you should take on. You know what I'm saying? As you know, if you change, decide to change your name or not, and uh, uh, I might, I'm trying not to pronounce his name wrong, but my uh, mood, my Abdul Rauf. You know, uh, the uh-huh. basketball player he was in there, uh-huh. and he was saying one thing. Um, you know, with your changing your name and shit. He said one way to look at it is also think about who you want to become, or maybe the the the. Instances in your life Where you need to Like improve yourself You know what I'm saying Like think about Like alright Choosing a name Where everyday You remind yourself Like alright This is the person Who I want to be You know what I'm saying Like yeah. just like It made me think about Shit like that Like alright How do we make How do we grow We have this angle So how do we move Towards that And take that step And take Dang. that process Knowing that You feel me Just cause I took a shot At them And I'm the perfect person The we next talk day about ups and downs, <laughs> You downs know what I'm saying it, yeah. It's like life is that it Really that marathon You know what I'm saying yeah. And like how do you Make those daily choices to move towards. But it's the that goal. intention, right? But there. it's it's saying that intention. So you know, every time I say, "On it," but say my whatever name I choose, like, "All right, this is my goal. Who I want to live up to be." You know what I'm saying? And like having that,
1: I think so often the the disconnect is between like making this goal but not having the practical steps and the practical analysis yeah. of like what it means day by day and day by day. And that's where I'm like, that's where I feel the shift in myself coming. Is like. Consistently having that outlook Because there will be times Where I go against Who I want to be Consciously Like conscious Like yeah I'm not going to study As much as I need to today Yeah I'm going to live In excess in this way Yeah I'm going to drink You know what I'm saying It's like nah Like now I know That I'm I know better now Yeah and Period. it's also
0: It's also taking those steps And, not, and having grace with yourself yeah. You know what I mean As like you is Transforming as in a person understanding And it won't be easy It's not you know going to be I'm, easy I'm definitely got grace yeah.
1: On myself But there has to be like, we're, like what George said Like at some point It's You know you're no, no longer being patient You're being cowardice Yeah And niggas gotta look themselves In the mirror with that too Cause so many times again People just waiting for
0: Making an excuse Making an excuse Waiting for the perfect time Or
1: hoping that You know someone around them will do the work Like nah I wanna be involved In that shit Yeah And I don't know You know savior Complex And I don't know I gotta lead everything But like, no, I want to make sure That I'm doing the contributions To the work that I Preach so much about Period uh, That's just what has to happen You know a lot of people will Benefit from taking that next step might be you, Hella Black episode one hundred and six. If you want to see this next part, you need to become a patron. You should become a patron, regardless, because I mean we could get real shit. We gotta keep shit, this bro. real shit alive, though, bro. Like, I'm so real, tired bro. of seeing these mass podcasts with these these pa- these podcasts with these mass corporation backings, and like they're not authentic. Like this, they don't really care. They look at y'all as consumers. I don't look at you as consumer. I, for, for me, like we don't just we take we have real intention behind this shit we look at this as like curriculum we look at this as not only curriculum we look at this as also in real time experience for me to learn from people and have authentic conversations and to build when we look at this as nation building you know what i'm saying and so we trying to pay our producer more money you know we trying to get a third camera so we can have you know a different little setup we need it you know and if you just come on support niggas y'all support sucker every day (laughs) every day you wake up you probably put support some sucker I don't mean to bash, but I know people don't like being bash, but for real, man, man it, so fuck with it is. support
0: hella black, bro, some real shit. Like, we we study and we try and we organize them, bro, and most of these podcasts, even these podcasts on the quote-unquote black Left, whatever that means, is they organizing or are they just talking rhetoric? You know what I'm saying? Is they building survival? Are they building decolonization programs or is, you know... Is the organization process like signing up for Netflix and it's an online organization with nothing on the ground? You know what I'm saying? I want to pronounce, um, but tap in Patreon.
1: Yeah.